Hey everyone, Coach Todd here. Real quick before we get into this week's show, I just wanted to give a heads up that there is some mild language in this episode. It's nothing terrible, but I thought it would be good just to let you know ahead of time. Also, there was a glitch with our recording platform, and it did cut off our guest's feed about 30 minutes into our conversation. So unfortunately, we are missing about 10-ish minutes of our chat. So with that said, let's get into the episode. This is the Guardians and Gladiators podcast, Special Olympics-based show with your hosts, Lozy and Coach. Here we go. Today is a special edition of Guardians and Gladiators as we have a special guest today. My name is Lozy and always is my good friend, Coach. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Should we get down to it? Let's just get right to it. Today... Our special guest, he played for the Windsor Spitfires, got traded to the Guelph Storm, got drafted to the New Jersey Devils on 117th pick in the second round, went to St. Louis Blues and finished his career in England. Welcome to the show, the last enforcer that got drafted to the NHL, Cam Jansen. (laughs) What's up, guys? What's going on? Not much. We are so happy that you could actually come on the show with us. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I uh, know I love it. Where you guys at though? What, so you're right in London. Yeah, I appreciate L- London, it. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. 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 No, I've yeah. been there a couple times. Oh, I, I know you have. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> I, I know. Just on uh, on your show there, you had uh, another London boy. Um, I know you talked to him a while ago, but you actually just uh, posted it. Crusty. Uh, Rusty, yeah. yeah, 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 oh yeah. He was. Yeah, we battled uh, plenty of times. We talked about Dale Hunter. We're trying to get Dale Hunter on, you know, but he's he's kind of a recluse when it comes to that kind of stuff, which yeah. I get, you know. But all we're gonna do is just shoot, you know, shoot the breeze with him. It doesn't yeah. matter. But Presley's cool, you know. I I was crushing guys in juniors, and I remember like uh, I remember going to a face off, and I look at Dale Hunter. And I look at him, I go, who you got? You know, kind of thing. And he looks at me, he goes, try Prusty. And I had like a cool connection with him. He goes, try Prusty. Uh-huh. And I go, okay. So Prusty and I went, and he kicked my ass. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then it was like a big deal because I haven't lost in a, I didn't lose in a long time. You know how it was. Like, uh-huh. you had all these like different little internet sites that judge you every time you fought. It was, yep. it was cool. Like, you know, you look back on it, it was stressful at the time, but, um, but it's like it kind of got you motivated. But Prusty pumped me, and I'm like, okay. And he's, you know, putting goals up and stuff. So it, yep. it was a little wake up call for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you had a couple bouts with them, uh, even through your NHL career too. I think oh, yeah. I watched some of those, uh, some of those slugfests. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, man. Like in juniors, you fight all the time because we're playing all the time. And then in the minors, I think I was, I made, he was still in juniors when I when I played pro. And then uh, and then we fought a bunch. And then yeah. you know, it's just one of those guys that you fight a lot. You know, I got yeah. I got a, a bunch of them. You know, but he was cool, cool cat. Nice. Well, what was the uh, the style in in England compared to to North America's style of hockey? Same thing. They're crazy. It was the most intense league ever, besides maybe like two thousand four American League when you know the lockout happened and I mm-hmm. have all the heavyweights down there and everybody's like fighting each other. It was like my introduction to pro hockey coming from juniors and I had to fight McGrath and all that. It was like that, but you're playing the same teams over and over, but you're in a beautiful area, Nottingham. God, 
I am a history buff, not a buff, I shouldn't say. Like, I, you know, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Doesn't mean I know everything. I wouldn't mean it like that. But I know the, I know the history of England. Like, I love the castles. I research the castles. I was obsessed with that. The guys on the team were awesome, and I went over there and kicked ass. And I had my lovely wife with me, and we got treated like royalty. Nice. The fans loved it. I went out there last, and you know, like put on a show for them, and you know, did I just stuck up for guys and crushing? We won championships. I loved it. And yeah. my buddies over there, I want to go back over there, you know, COVID and all that stuff. But now I'm like, I want to get get back over there and hang out and golf with the guys. Like, I loved it. Yeah. You know, it was it was a lovely experience. Kate and I had a blast. That's awesome. So when you played there, was there like a lot of uh, North American guys or was it uh, yes. a lot of local? Oh, yeah. Like- England guys. No, both. It was, a, it was a cool mixture of both. Yeah. And people had the incentive to go over there and get their, their education, which is very difficult, by the way. But they had an opportunity to do that. So they got like a free ride to go to these. It was it was implemented in the contract and all that stuff. So that was cool. Now, I didn't do that. I was already done. I just went over there for experience and yeah. figure out what I was going to do after hockey because I'm not, I didn't go to college. I didn't know what I, you know, I don't have an education. So I'm like, I have to figure this out. I spent right. a lot of money, partied like a rock star. But I did a lot of things where I know people, yeah. and it all worked out, and we'll probably get on that. But being over there, there's a lot of incentive. And, God, it, it just was – it was so cool. Like, imagine, like, playing the American League, and you're out east, which I know I love out, you know, eastern part of the U.S. Mm-hmm. But you're going to Springfield, Massachusetts. You're going to Albany, blah, 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 blah. I get it. But over there, you're going to Scotland. Mm-hmm. You're looking in the distance and seeing, like, beautiful landscape and historical, like, valleys where there's a big – battle or whatever it yeah. just was badass yes. and they loved toughness over there they, oh, they're God. proud people yep. and i went over there and just did it and they <laughs> i can go over there right now with kate and and do whatever we want yeah in that little mound I, i'm telling you it was, it was cool that's so it was cool, cool. <laughs> i didn't make that much money i think i spent more money than i made but i resigned <laughs> but i resigned i know but i resigned and uh you know you gotta earn your right over there because a lot of guys have come over there and be like oh half-ass it yeah but i i work because the guys on the team were so awesome yeah they were so cool the brits were awesome everybody was connected we had such a cool team yeah and the girls were cool for kate and stuff you know yeah. it was awesome that's cool yeah, dude. Was uh was there any other uh like former pro guys in the league yeah. or on your team? Oh yeah, I mean a ton of tough guys played over there over the years. But um, yeah, we had a, we had about four or five guys that played. Um, I remember playing against uh, Cole Cole Nick played. Uh, I think he's from Czech. Great guy made sushi for the boys. Yeah. But I remember running him and when he played for the Panthers when I was just starting with the Devils yeah. and we chirped each other in the locker. It was great. But yeah, a lot of guys. It was good competition. It was very. Like, everybody's proud. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we're half-assed. No, like, we're doing it. Like, we need to win. We got an awesome fan base. We got 7,500 there. Nice. Every single night, packed. And they they love it. You you work for them. And, you know, it just was cool. A lot of tough guys over there. They love the toughness. Um, But, uh, but yeah, we we had a blast. Now, did they... Did it, uh, you have to play on the international size rinks or were they uh, NHL size? Yeah, they're big, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to crush guys off the bat. I'm not going to lie to you. And, you know, I had my timing in the, you know, these other rink, you know, NHL rinks. I'm like, I know where my timing is. Yeah. I know where I'm at. I know how I could catch, cut a guy off yeah. and catch him. And so there I remember, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get him. And all of a sudden he just backs up a little bit more. And I'm like, oh. And then he, he sauce passes the puck up. I'm like, 
I'm in no man's land. Yep. And he takes two steps and he's by me. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Walk up I'm like, I got this, I got this son of a bitch. And I went down and I'm like, uh, 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 where's he going? Yeah. Where, where? <laughs> but then I found it. Yeah. But then I found it. Six then minutes. I can gain, now I look at it like I can gain more speed. Yes. Real fast, yeah. man. I can get in there. Got that extra And so I'd be like, oh, I go 100 miles an hour. Like, you can't, now I got you. Yeah. Because the reason why I was in the NHL is because I was fast and be able to do that. And so I go in that league and I still was in shape and not, I was, I was healthy. Yep. And so I was being able to gain these guys and really hit them. And they didn't call me penalties on me either because I was nice to all the refs. Uh, and they were stuck. I go. know. There you go. I was over there like murder guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a story. <clears throat> What's up? So, I took took a trip down with the booster club from London to to Windsor, and we were chirping at each other at the glass during pre skate. And I think I told you how you score for once or something like that, and you you, you give me the finger, skated off. You scored. Oh, really? You scored that game. You scored, and as you were going by the London uh, Booster Club fans, you pointed at me. You stuck your tongue at me as you were pointing at me. <laughs> hey, was I playing for Guelph then? No, Windsor. Oh, for Windsor! Wow, oh man, I, I. But here's the thing: I was always. I probably shouldn't have flipped you off there, but I was probably, you know. But I, I was always nice to fans, even if they were booing me, right? Like, oh, I yeah. felt like it was an honor, kind of. I know it sounds goofy, you know I mean? be like, Ugh. no, but, like, sometimes I'd probably go, you know, go go after yourself. But for the most part, I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I loved it. I wanted to entertain for everybody. And over time, you know, when you go to these places over and over again, or you see fans, or they listen to my podcast now, or... And they're like, God, did I hate you, but I respect, you know, they're just cool, you know? So it's like, I'm in a good spot with that where I didn't do too many crazy things where people legitimately hate you. And I have a, I have a, a voice now to where, excuse me, that they understand my humor and stuff and what I did. And so everybody kind of gets it. And, and so I don't really get too many hate stuff, you know, which is cool. No, no, I never hated you. Mm. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I bet the people were like, dude, I hate you, you know. But, you know, I'm crushing guys, you know, wild and fighting and beating and then doing something probably or something, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I get it. Really, you can't can't blame me too, right? You're a young kid and, you know, you got, this, my got this crazy <laughs> London team coming in and they're probably, you know. Gets you all jacked Full up. Full testosterone yeah. and piss and vinegar. Yeah. Where if I finally in my life have like a fan base where people like love watching you play. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I got this. Like They cheer for me and do crazy signs. And I was like, I, I engulf that. Yeah. Being popular for the first time where you really have fans and they, they, bring, like they, they feed off my energy. And I fed off of them. And then I'm like in psycho mode. Yeah. And it worked, yeah. you know, just, just, I fed off of them. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, playing in the OHL, you played for Windsor and Guelph. Um, you, I think you only played for Guelph for like one season. Um, which, which team did you like playing for better? Well, I mean, look, <laughs> 
I mean, playing for Windsor, like the, the, when they've traded me, the extra fan base, I was so cool with the fans. Yeah. I would hang out with them. They leave me notes in my car. Yeah. I loved it. I, I'm, it's, it's kind of corny and probably vain. I don't give a shit. I loved yeah. it. I, my mom and dad would go. They would treat my mom and dad like I'm telling you. Everywhere I went, that I loved that because it, then you know you're like playing for people. Like they love yeah. you, even if you mess up. Even a couple of them chirp you at the time, like they're gonna come up to you, like, "Hey, man!" Like you know, it just it's just a. In Windsor, God, they they're so blue collar. They love that toughness. Mm-hmm. They oh God, you know. And then I was funny with them. Yeah. I remember getting in trouble a couple of times. You know, I was so aloof to anything at the time. And I remember coming real popular real fast. And I'm like, ah, you know. And I remember getting booted out of a game for God knows what. <laughs> And I get undressed in my gitch, meaning like my tight pants. I was cut up and jacked at the time, you know. I had tight, and I would like a cut off, like whatever, like kind of showing off with a hat backwards. And I went into the beer lounge, and I drank beer with the fans during the game, which is like the biggest no-no ever. And I remember like Mike Kelly calling me up and being like, look. Cam, you can't do that. And I didn't know. I didn't, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is great. Just goofy shit like that. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, if I, they want me to go up there for a couple things, you know, uh, for like different, you know, events with uh, the spits and stuff. And I, I'm going to go up there and, and hang with the fans and my old billets and stuff. And I just, I love them all. Yeah. But I love Guelph too because they traded me right at the deadline for Ryan Garlock and, and a couple other whatever. And I get there. And at first, I couldn't find my groove. They wanted me on first line. And then they found this line for me with Jacob Corey's and Kyle Spur. And we were awesome. And we're crushing guys. And they were finally tough. They had that. They needed a little bit of toughness. And at first, I think uh, Dave Barr, the GM at the time, was like, oh, yeah. And then I figured it out. Because I was too much of a sideshow. Like, I thought everybody, you know, I wanted to, like, show off. And we're, and I just couldn't. And then finally, we got my groove. And we just was we, we upset a lot of teams, and we I don't think we lost many games. And we were tough. No one touched us. We were right hammered, guys. Uh, What's that? You went to the Memorial Cup with uh, Guelph. Yeah, we did. We lost We lost in overtime, I think. I think uh, Ryan Callen had hit the crowd. Like, we could have won that. We were partying pretty hard that weekend, too. Don't get me wrong. Because Cologne is a badass town, and we were just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we couldn't help ourselves, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it just was—it was a good learning experience for me to play in playoffs, you know, like and be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, being in that uh, that Western Conference League, then obviously since we're we're in London, what was it like playing against, um, you know, the boys from the Knights? Oh man, I mean, like an NHL game, kind of, yeah. you know, like the biggest deal that you've had in your life so far, yeah. you know, um, you know, if I, it just was like loud and like. You know, they always had Prusty, and we go back and forth, yeah. and, uh, you know, they just had a bunch of badass, they had an unbelievable team. We're both loaded yeah. with NHL, NHL players, yeah. man. Like, loaded. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, like, how can you not want to watch those two teams for, play for each other? For sure. And, I, and I'm not sure about the, about the the arena in Windsor, but I know, like, at the Bud Gardens there, it's it's it could almost feel like an NHL rink at times. Yeah. A lot, it, well, yeah. There's a ton of guys, and it was very well organized. And there's two different arenas at the time. And now Windsor has a big boy arena, but uh, but at the time, like it was scary going to Windsor. Like you're going that place, like the fans are on top of you. Yeah. You got to deal with me, you know. Like it's like like you can't hide in that thing, 
you know, it was hardcore. The old barn in Windsor. Man, you're a, you're, you're a yep. fan, you yell something, they hear it out on the ice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. they feel it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what was your uh, biggest and best fight you had in the NHL against two? I mean, it's a... Yeah, there's a lot. Like, a, probably the big one off the bat was when I had to go Belak after I hit uh, Thomas Caverley. And they were in, like, in a, the least at the time, were in a great spot. And Caverley logged a lot of minutes. He was the best player, quarterback, power play, all that. And I caught him, knocked him out, knocked him out for the rest of the year, I think. And they did a lot of stuff. They hated me. And I had to go up there two weeks later and fight Belak in, uh, in Toronto. And I did really well. And we went toe-to-toe. And I almost had a heart attack afterwards. Yeah, he's but a big boy. That was a big yeah, that was a big one off the bat. But then, like, how I was crushing guys off the bat. And then the big boys who come in town, you got to deal with them. I just always had to have a game plan with all those big boys, you know. Like, I was 5'11", basically. And I, I can't just go there toe-to-toe. Like, I got I to gotta be able to switch and tie up and figure it out and make it a good one. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a hard question to, to answer. But the big one off the bat was the way Belak won because it caused so much. I mean, they threatened to kill me. The fans wanted to kill me. Shit, if social media was huge at the time, like, they would have threatened everything about my fan. Like, you know, and, that, and I would have just like, ah, yeah. whatever. Because nothing really happens to him. But, like, you know, but it was crazy at the time. It was a little wake up call, you know? That's crazy. Yeah, it was a pretty big kid. I mean, I did, I did got, take a look got, at I it think, again. I and... think you got four games for that. I got three for that one, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah, know yeah, if it was yeah. worth three, but, you know. No, I caught him. You know, yeah, I caught him you weird. did. I, mean, I was excited. I caught him weird. Don't slow it down. Just watch it at, at, at the game oh, pace yeah. and see how I come in. Like, I, like I'm, I'm seeking somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm like, hey, you know, that's what I did. That's what kept me in a lineup, hitting guys. Not like that. Like, I would hit guys good oh, yeah. that way, though. Like, they usually go, like, they had to get rid of it so fast to so where we'd break it up in a neutral zone, dump it back yeah. in. And now the first time would come out and dominate yeah. because we'd hit guys would be afraid to get yeah. hit. I wish there was more That's of that. I mean, you don't see that as, as much anymore. Like you see hits, there's still hits yeah, going there on, is, but you don't get. You take up true and knocking guys stupid, like he is. It's true, he's crushing it's guys. True. You know, you just gotta. It's harder than. Uh, I mean, it, it, you can. You just gotta get your elbows down. You can't. You can't make a guy spin when you hit him. That means you caught him yeah. up top. You just got to hit him square. Did, did you ever play with Otter? With Scott? who? Yeah, in yeah. Windsor, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He signed for a million bucks with uh, with uh, Dallas. I've never seen a guy with a million bucks before, you know. And I'm like, wow, he signed. He bought an Escalade. He was good. He chirped me a lot because I was loud and I needed that. And now he, we're buddies. He's cool. God, he's... They love him in St. Louis here. They love him. He's doing well. He's going to be a head coach in the NHL, by the way. He will. That's Just so you know. Cool. I will be a head yeah, coach in I the liked, NHL. I like watching him play. Yeah, yeah, be London. He was yeah. awesome. I was scored 50 goals in 50 games on a breakaway. Or a penalty shot, maybe. Just, he's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good guy. Nice. Did, uh... Did you have any weird or, or funny uh, like pregame rituals or anything like that? Dude, I always I had such a long warm up, man. Like I'd get there really early. I'd take my sticks perfectly. I'd do walking. I'd stick handle like a little biscuit mm-hmm. puck. It's 
soft passing as a concrete wall or yeah. something for 30 minutes and I do this. Oh yeah, I, it's good to have a ritual. You don't just go like, okay, I'm not good enough for that. I had to do a bunch of shit. Like I had to do yeah. stuff. I had to get, you know, stretch my hips out. I do this, I get my shoulders going just in case I had a fight for two yeah. minutes, you know? I had a, I like that though, it keeps you disciplined. Yeah. You know, you do get scrambly if you get cut off in time and stuff and you don't get everything in. That kind of sucks once in a while when you have a ritual. But, but yeah, no, I, I do, I do new laces every, every, you know, game. Just, I just wanted to be, all right, got everything. What else do I need yeah. to do? Let's go. Because sometimes I wouldn't play that much. I just need to be ready yeah. as hell. And uh, even if you play a pickup game now, you still got to do all that stuff? Oh, yeah, I do it. <laughs> I do not all, but like, oh yeah, in front of the boys, I'll stick it and just, you know, st you know, hit the puck. Oh, I torture the guys. I love it. Especially Andy. What are they going to do? I run the show in that damn locker room anyway, <laughs> unless Chaser's in there or Tony Twist. No, but I love all the guys. No, we have so much fun in St. Louis. Dude, we have such an awesome alumni here. We got such a badass locker room, multi-million dollar rinks, and it's just, it's nice, man. We got a good setup here. That's what happens. We got a bunch of NHL kids coming out of St. Louis for the past 20 years, you know. Who is, who is like your your favorite interview on your podcast? You done? Like, um, I mean, we have Brett Hall, Doug Gilmore, Wayne Gretzky on our 99th. We get monsters, man. We get owners of teams, GMs. I, we, I mean, having Brett Hall on is cool. Having Wayne Gretzky on is cool. Dougie Gilmore doesn't do any. He was nice. awesome. Uh, you know, the biggest probably one was when we had Bobby Clark on. He chirped a Flyers organization all the time. Yeah. We're like, oh, wow. okay. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Well, you, you draft Nolan Patrick over Cal McCarr. I remember, I remember maybe and, Bobby you know, Clark at the 2005 Memorial Cup. Here in yeah. You yeah, saw him he there? so grumpy, and I asked for a picture, and I'm just thinking, please damn smile. You better smile for this picture, you grumpy old man. He is grumpy, and, and but came, he was great with us. So I, don't I get the pictures back from the Walmart, and I was smiling. Oh, man. Well, you're lucky. That's not worth all our money. Then. <laughs> He's got the famous smile when he won, you know, with no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> He's got great teeth now. And he was cool, man. He he uh, he let it out pretty good. He's very honest. I like when guys get comfortable and honest. You know, I do it for people. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's cool. So your your podcast now, you've I think you're close to 200 episodes or just over, just under. Yeah. Um. What uh, yeah. what what drove you to to start one with uh, with Andy? Probably the success from Spit and Chicklets. To yeah. be honest with you. And I was on the radio at the time, and I knew we had something. Because you can just tell. If you're on radio and you know, you could see the text line. And you just know you got something. And I knew I did when I was doing interviews and hanging out with people. Like, I know I'm social. I know I'm open. I've been through a lot. So I knew, like, yeah, I needed to find kind of a guy that can compliment me, that was good, that knows a lot about hockey, that knows guys. And Andy was, like, perfect for that. And we're, like, very different in ways. And and it just I go I call him let's do this and we started people kind of chirped us off the bat like oh you're going to chicklets I'm like no we'll be different yeah. and we are we're completely different and I just we have our own little thing going and it's and we get monsters on <clears throat> and they open up with us <clears throat> and I chirped the hell yes. out of him oh, yeah. 
Yes, he does. Because he's very important. <laughs> I know you, you but, both of you guys give it, give it to each yeah. other. So I've been listening. Yeah, I know. I've been it's listening to your too. podcast from day one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that, man. It just, you know, and, and we own it, you know, so it's not like TSN owns us or anybody. So like all the sponsors we have, we, Andy and I, you know, we have our mm-hmm. little team, but we just, it's nice. No one's bought, like Andy, we talk every day. We have to discuss things like, what do you want to do? You know, it's a, it's not like, oh, no, it's a yeah. business yeah. <laughs> straight up. So it's not a joke. The reason why I'm living in this, I know it looks very dark because we're redoing my, this is my little studio. But Kate and I have a beautiful, but that podcast is a big reason why we're, you know, I get to go golf today yeah. in a country club. That's, That's you know, the money coming in from that. <laughs> yeah. but we work our, we bust yeah. our ass That's on true. it though. And we call people and we get organized and I got to bring the heat and I talk about personal stuff. And people are like, and then I keep my DMs open. So people text me about their stuff and I got to, yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. It's not like everybody in their ass say, I'll have podcasts, whatever, but like, you gotta work nope, hard on sure. it, man. You gotta be yep. successful. We're, uh, we're finding that out. So, so. it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work for yeah. sure. But honestly, like, when we get, when we get to talk to like wicked people like you, I mean, it makes it all worth it. I mean, you know. Yeah, I know. And even if you do yeah. it for fun, even if you do it for fun and even talk to and learn, you learn stuff. I pick people's brains. Like, what do you want to know? Like, I'll tell you. Like, I love that. I always am. I'm a sponge to people, dude. I Even when I go to parties around here, or I, maybe I'm like, I peacock around, whatever. But I ask people about their job and what they do and, ex, and explain, well, how do you do, what do you mean? Okay, so you seal that, blah, blah, like, what, but what do you mean by, and they're, they're like, they're very interested by my, my curiosity yeah. from other people because I'm learning from them. So maybe it is selfish, but I'm learning. I love it. I love to know what other people do. How do you make money? Well, what do you mean by that? Oh, you travel there? Well, would you think? Yeah, I love oh, that's that. Awesome. Dude. Always be oh, that way, sure. by the way, with everybody yeah. you interview. So even if you're not making money or even whatever, mm-hmm. be a sponge and maybe something will pop up with some some cool cat that you interviewed and he's got this cool ass business and you're like, Well, how'd you do that? Well, this is how and you're like, Oh, well, we could do yeah. that. Whatever. I'm yeah. telling you. Good advice. I know. He's Write that down. This guy on the Andy on his on his podcast. <laughs> I, it is, I love like I've been through a lot, dude. I spent a lot of money. I've been through hell with stuff. So it's just like, what do you want to know? Yeah. Like, what do you want to know? Like, maybe I don't know this, but I want to. But I talk to people that know that, and I and I listen to what they said, and I'm like, well, what do you think? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like where no, I'm at. No, and that's with cool. It, like you know? know, even though that you know, I don't want to say you're just a hockey player, but like you, you know, you're curious in the fact that you want to know more things, and and that's that's awesome, dude. I don't even care about hockey that much. Yeah. To be honest with you, I like yeah. other things. My curiosity is yeah. everywhere. Ancient stuff to to conspiracy theories, not crazy. Like yeah, yeah. I know where I, I do my research right now. I'm not like oh, but like you know, like. Like yeah. alien stuff. Like, there's a lot of things. I'm like, okay, no one cares about anymore. But I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Not like, oh, God, we're going to take no, none of that, that crap. I, I, I'm pretty realistic. But just like animals to natural disasters to, you know, where I'm in the Midwest, I love tornadoes. They're horrific. They're a real life monster, in my opinion. I like old, like weird, just, you know, I don't know. I'm into that's a lot awesome. of stuff, not just that's sports. Dope, man. That's dope. 
I know. In politics, too, which is weird, but you have to... I feel like I have to... Can I break down everything about it? No. Do I want to keep up with it? No. But I know where I'm at with it. So if we had a discussion, I could talk to you about politics. I could be like, here's... Give me an example of something that you think, and I'll I'll explain where I am where I'm at on that. And I think yeah. that's healthy. And it's hard you know? to, hard to qualify in a conversation any kind of anything that you say if you don't actually look into it or right. I know. I feel like here's what I look at, dudes, and here's another thing. I feel like honestly, I can go into any circle around anywhere, walk into that circle of people talking, and keep up and have a conversation and move the conversation along. Not that I know everything. But they will ask a question or da 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 da. Just you know, I think that's that's just again, the why, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Oh, interesting. But what, what about this? Or oh, what if this? You know, yep. You know what I'm saying? Are you golfing this afternoon? <laughs> Am I nerdy? No, Sorry, not dude. at all. Hey, you're talking to an IT guy here, so are I'm you, like super Are you going to go golfing this afternoon? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah! I want a badass course, man. I got two. We got two courses out here. I'm way, I'm about 42 miles out of St. Louis, where Lewis and Clark put put in the Missouri River. I'm a, a mile from the Missouri River on this golf course in this beautiful little oasis in the middle of the woods, where it's like 10 miles from civilization, but you're not far enough out. And it's on two different courses, and it's all rolling hills. And I, I love, Kate and I moved in about. Uh, about a year, two years ago, nice. and we love it. I know I work my ass I, off for this, so it's not like my mommy and daddy, or I made a shit ton of money playing hockey. I spent all that money, and I had to regroup and make more money out of hockey yeah. to buy this. Just so you know. Yeah. So, not, not, yeah, so oh, no, I don't you're mean, busting like, it, man. Like, you know, yeah. but now, but, but no, I went to hell, yeah. dude. I had nothing. Like, I was so yeah. It was it was a tough time, man. Yeah. After hockey, I spent all like a ton of my money. I had a couple houses that I just was grinding, whatever. Which I thank God I invested in. My wife had a house, so we had, and then I had to build up what I wanted to do. I went educated. I'm like somebody's like you know the blues aren't like oh you're gonna be our color guy. I'm yeah. too wild for that. So I had to figure out my own niche. <clears throat> You know, and it was it was I yeah. it was tough, and I was addicted to stuff. Like so, it was tough, man. It was at this point where the disconnect happened. The connection on our guest side of the recording platform decided that it didn't want to work anymore, and we were super bummed that we didn't get the last few minutes of the conversation. Uh, there were some really nice points and uh, things said. I do put a lot of blame on myself for not at least having my sound recorder on. And that's a lesson learned. Oh, and by the way, his preference is sweets. Again, thank you so much, Cam, for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it. It was a joy talking with you. Uh, we hope to see you again, uh, especially if you do come through London. Uh, we'd like to have you in the studio. That would be awesome. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. That is all for today. Stay safe. Be kind. See you next week. Bye, everybody.